Hey everyone, welcome to this episode of the Dorenda Wilson podcast. I'm Dorenda Wilson, wife to one for 31 years, mom to eight kids, ages 16 to 30, and Nana to seven. I'm also a 25-year veteran homeschooling mom. Well, welcome. I'm so thankful that you've joined me today. I know there's a lot of other things you could be doing, and I appreciate the fact that you're taking time out of your day to listen in. I will dive in in just a minute to talk about why we homeschool year round. But first, I want to remind you to go check out my new book, The 4-Hour School Day. This just published on Tuesday, so literally three days ago. It's out on the shelves. It's at Amazon. It's at most major booksellers. I would just encourage you to go and check it out. I think you'll be so affirmed and inspired when you're done reading it. So go and uh, and check out The 4-Hour School Day. Um, I also wanted to let you know that I'm going to be at the AFHE Homeschool Conference. This is a conference that happens in Phoenix, Arizona. It is July 16th and 17th. I'll be speaking five times, plus one other time will be for, uh, I think, like a virtual online piece of the event. So go to their website, check them out if you are interested in attending or you live in that area. Um, I would love to be able to connect with you. Also, if you have a state conference that you love to go to or a homeschool conference that you love to go to, because um, not all that, like Teach Them Diligently isn't necessarily a state conference, um, but there are lots of homeschool conferences out there. And if you're new to the homeschooling world, you may not know that or realize that, but pretty much every state has at least one homeschool conference. So Google it, check it out. But if you have one that you attend and you would like me to be there as well to come and speak and bring encouragement and uh, get to meet you, please let your conference leaders know. You know, I can reach out to them and I do. However, they really want to hear from the attendees. What is it? Who is it that you want at the conference that you attend? So reach out to them and let them know if you would like me to come. And if you get a chance, let me know as well so that I can make sure that they have a speaker packet in their email box so they can look it over and um, decide if they want to have me come. Alrighty, so let's see. I feel like there was something else that I was going to mention, um, but it skipped my mind. I'm sitting here in my she shed. I've never had a she shed before. This is the first time, but we live in a somewhat small house. It's not super tiny, but it's pretty small. And we, um, you know, there's people coming and going and different things going on. And then I struggle with separating my work from home in my head mainly. So, we decided that uh, it would be a good investment and a wise investment is something that we could afford to do. Um, so I purchased a, an, uh, let's see, I think it's a 10 by 12 shed and then had it, uh, had the electrical put in it and uh, the, the, you know, the interior walls. And then we, uh, we had the, we did the floors and the painting. I actually had my son and daughter-in-law do that while I was out of town and uh, they did a great job. And so we put up acoustic panels. And so um, all that to say, it's a great place for me to come out and be able to share my heart with you. Hopefully without interruption, as I've mentioned before, my lawn guys like to show up about the time that I'm recording. <laughs> But uh, anyway, so I'm here today, and the lawn guys were here tomorrow, so I'm pretty sure we're safe. 
uh, for today. So today I'm going to be talking about why we chose to homeschool year round. Now I know that not everybody chooses to do that, and that is entirely up to you. You know, it's and this is the beauty of homeschooling is we have the flexibility to do it in a way that works for our family. And we initially started out doing the traditional, um, you know school calendar. So we would do, you know, September through May or June. But what I began to realize was that um, I did not enjoy doing all the review that seemed to be necessary every fall because our kids had kind of forgotten a lot. And, And this is something that actually happens in the traditional classroom as well. There's a fair amount of time that is spent reviewing uh, what was learned the year before because, you know, we forget, right? And so there isn't that continuity. And I felt like I wanted my kids to have that continuity because that would allow us to keep progressing forward instead of, you know, progressing forward and then stepping back and then trying to move forward again. This was just like a continual um progress forward. And it also really lifted the guilt for me when it came to uh, needing to take time off, whether it was a day here and there because, you know, someone was sick or uh, we had company or the holidays came or we had an opportunity come up that was just a great educational opportunity or just a fun opportunity for our family. I could take that time and do it guilt-free. Another thing that would happen that I loved was that um, I was able to take time off whenever I was feeling overwhelmed or the kids were just burnt out. You know how you just, every now and then you just get to that point where you're just, you need a break. So we could take those breaks guilt-free. Now the kids, of course, they take them guilt-free no matter what, but as moms, (laughs) this is what actually worked well for me. And I found it worked well for them too. And one of the reasons uh, for that was also because um, my kids need a schedule. Like they need consistency. I, they needed to have some semblance of normalcy happening even through the summer. So when I say we schooled through the summer, I don't mean we did full-on school through the summer. We actually tended to, we lightened the load. We would always keep doing math because that's the thing that we tend to forget quickly and uh, requires a lot of review in the fall. But if I had them doing math and I had them doing a little reading every day and maybe a little a little writing here and there, um, maybe a summary or something, we were golden, you know? So what we would do is we would do that maybe two to three days a week. And again, we would just do it in the mornings like we had always done it. Um, and then we would move on with our normal summer schedule. And that just seemed to be a really good fit for the kids and for me. So it really worked well for all of us. And that's really what you want. You want something that's a good fit for everybody. And we found that that actually worked really well. Now, there were some some times when you know we were still having babies. So we added babies to the mix, and uh, that wasn't necessarily a crisis, but it was definitely an adjustment. Um, when our youngest son was 
was born, he had a major heart defect. And so he was in the hospital for two months. And my husband um, was absolutely so wise in the respect that he told me, because I asked him, I said, you know, how are we going to handle this? Like the hour, the, the, the um, hospital was an hour away from our home each way. And I was thinking, how in the world are we going to manage this? And he said, we need to come up with a plan that's sustainable. And so what we used was our our kind of our skeleton normal plan, which was directed. Uh, we always had directed learning in the morning and self-directed in the afternoon. So what that turned into in that particular instance was me just spending time with the, the kids in the morning. So I would spend time reading to them and just being present and allowing them to ask questions, to grieve, to um, just sort of share their hearts and their struggles with what was going on with their little brother being in the hospital. Um, it gave them just an opportunity to express themselves and to feel like they were safe sort of under my wing for that morning. And then in the afternoons, they were used to self-directed afternoons. And so it, it seemed uh, very natural for us to use that time for me to be gone to go and be with Silas. And then I would try to come back and be back by dinner time so that I could spend the evening with him. And sometimes that worked and sometimes it didn't. But that was a plan that really, truly sustained our family through a crisis. And part of that, the reason it was so sustainable is because we already had a good skeleton plan in place. We already had a routine that we never deviated very far from, even in the summertime. So let me think here. There's some other things that I wanted to share with you when it came to uh, going year-round. I think the biggest thing, again, was just the fact that we were able to take advantage of opportunities when they came along and we could we could stop and take a break when we were burnt out. And, oh, I remember what I was going to share with you. Sometimes, you know, in the midst of, you know, the heavy homeschooling seasons, you know, we were working on a lot of, you know, schoolwork and sticking with the schedule. And then some things just wouldn't get done. The cupboards maybe would start to fall apart and the the yard really got a little out of control and or maybe it was spring and everything is blooming and blossoming and the, and the yard needed to be tended to or for instance the house sometimes the house you know it just for whatever reason starts to fall apart at the edges and I could feel myself getting anxious and having a hard time focusing on what we were doing and feeling Oh, burnt out on what we were doing and feeling pulled different directions. Like I really need to get all this stuff done and it's starting to feel overwhelming because I can't do it all, right? Well, I would just take a day or two days or three days or a full school week and say, we are going to focus on the house and the yard for this week because I needed that as a mom. And I think this is so important to remember. We want to do what works for our kids. Obviously, we want to, you know, take the homeschooling, make it a good fit, use approaches that work well for our kids. But we also need to remember, moms, that we have needs as homemakers and as the, you know, the, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Homemakers, keepers of our homes. 
that you know we have responsibilities there that we still need to take care of. We don't need to do that by ourselves. We can take that break with our kids. This is what and this is what I love about you know, schooling through the summer is I can do that guilt-free. Take that break with the kids, do something different. We would even do that sometimes if the kids were just feeling burnt out. I would look around and think, you know, they seem kind of burnt out on schoolwork. What other ways could we be productive at home? And guess what, moms? I've said this before and I'll say it again. Chores and working around our homes is part of our kids' education. It teaches them work ethic. It teaches them teamwork. It teaches them communication. It teaches them that the world doesn't revolve around them. It teaches them that they're part of something bigger than themselves. It teaches them to be a good steward of what God has given them. We have our homes and our yards and our relationships, and God has called in our churches, our, our church communities. God has called us to tend to each and every one of those. Those are part of the garden that He's given us. You know, back in the uh, Bible times, before the fall of man, God mandated work for man. That was that mandate for work was given before the fall. So God is saying, this is a good thing for man. I created man for work and to be productive. And so sometimes our productivity looks different. Some weeks, our productivity looks more like we're getting through a lot of schoolwork, the kids are plowing forward, they're learning tons, they're enjoying it. It's we've got a rhythm going. And then something, you know, kind of happens and you start to realize after maybe two or three or four days, they're getting burned out. We need a change of pace. Well, we can turn that attention and that energy into another form of productivity. And so that to me was those things were the saving grace for me when it came to homeschooling and maintaining the home and keeping the home and and tending this garden well that God had given uh, that God had given us and it's important for our kids to understand that being a good steward is really it's about balance you know we want to make sure that we're not letting this thing over here uh you know, go into too much chaos. Well, this thing over here is just constantly being perfected. It's about balance. My grandma used to always say that moderation in everything. And so when we get those little red flags that, you know, maybe the kids are getting burnt out and that, and or there's these there are these other things that need to be tended and we can just feel kind of the weight of that. Um, it's okay to turn our attention and our energy and our kids' energy towards it. And a lot of times I would have them work with me maybe for the morning and then cut them loose for their self-directed time in the afternoon. And then I could do the things that I really wanted to do by myself without them. And so all of that to say, schooling year-round lent itself to a lifestyle that worked really well for our family, that worked really well for me. And I think at the end of the day, that's what we're looking for. We're looking for something that's sustainable. For our family, that was sustainable. So hopefully you found some some little tidbits in there that sort of uh, resonated with your heart. You know, sometimes we have things stirring in our hearts and we don't realize it until someone actually puts words to it. So I hope that there were some things here that you found helpful and uh, that you maybe want to consider schooling year-round. One of the things that has always made me laugh is that my kids, you know, eventually they recognize that, you know, other kids are having a vacation and they're not vacation, quote unquote. Although 
really at the end of the day, when I explained things to them, they they loved the way we did things. And I would point that out throughout the year when we got to do fun things, when everyone else was doing school, I would say, hey, see, this is why we do what we do. This is why I have you school in the summer because you... Um, it gives us the freedom. We're giving ourselves freedom. We're buying ourselves freedom to do things like this. And they actually really did appreciate that. So I feel like there was something else that I wanted to mention uh, as I was talking to you. You know, things come to my mind and and uh, and then they go out as I finish what I'm saying. Uh, let me think. Oh, goodness. Well, I, I will end with a story. <laughs> I remember... Our kids said to me at one point, um, a little ways into our our school years, uh, they said to me, Mom, it's spring, and what what is this? I'm, I'm hearing this term spring break, you know? They said, what, what is this spring break that people speak of? And I just looked at them and said, oh, you don't need to worry about that. <laughs> And I brushed it off for as long as I could. And so, you know, it's fun. I love homeschooling. I love doing things the way it works for our family and pointing out to our kids that, you know, this is what works well for us. So we're going to walk that out regardless of what other people are doing. You know, that sends a message to our kids that we have freedom. There's freedom in homeschooling. There's freedom in Christ. I love that verse that says where the spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. Moms, you have freedom to make the best decisions that that fit are the best fit for this particular season of your lives. So go and enjoy that freedom. Let's pray. Lord, we thank you so much for this time together. We thank you for the privilege and the honor of homeschooling our kids and of doing it in a way that works well for our families. Lord, I thank you that no two homeschooling families look exactly alike, and that's because no two people look exactly alike, because God, you are a creative God, and you have created and fashioned and formed and weaved together each family uniquely. God, may we be faithful to walk out the unique calling on our lives and on our families' lives. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. 